My name is Sheridan Ruth, and I am here to welcome you home. This is the Exposed Podcast. we reveal the body-based ways to ease anxiety, heal trauma, and create an empowered connection with love and money using nervous system regulation and a healthy dose of self-compassion. Hello, this is Sheridan. Hope you're doing really, really well. Welcome to X first for this awesome episode on body-based business. I'm actually sharing with you a live that I did on Facebook for an intimate group and uh, I'm just going to preface it here with a little bit of information. So this live was on building a it's it's on building a body-based business. It can be applied if you are not an entrepreneur and you are just working every single day. All of the same stuff applies. It just happens that I was actually speaking to a small group of entrepreneurs and uh, yeah so as I go through this live there is a resource that I do reference a few times which is the body-based business checklist and it comes with the nervous system pdf I'm going to make that available for you guys for free you will find the link down in the show notes and my intention for you is to use this information about the nervous system like to support you in building the career or the business or just the life that you want. We talk about things like day-to-day practices that you need to be doing that are not fancy, but are actually going to make a difference in the way that your body responds. And we also talk about how to increase your window of capacity to receive success and money. Something I see quite a few people talking about, but they don't actually talk about how to do it or what it actually is in this life or in this podcast we're going to do that. So go ahead and download the resource with the link in the show notes so that you can take the information in this podcast and actually apply it to your life and get a little bit more context into what I'm talking about as you listen. If you are enjoying the podcast, also send this to a friend who you want to be successful. Send this to someone that you love and share it, share the things leave a review, you know, like all of the stuff that helps this podcast grow and helps me be able to support more people because that's what I want to do. And you are a part of making that happen. Enjoy. Love you. Speak to you soon. Hi. So today, so Leslie, let's talk about how this came about. Leslie and I were talking um, a couple of weeks ago now and we were just getting to each other and we were talking about the nervous system and I'm a nervous system specialist. I do a lot of work around the nervous system. And what began for me as a journey to heal my trauma and just feel less anxiety and depression merged into this business, right, where I started helping other people through the experience. And in the process of getting my own coaching business online, I was always doing it with this perspective of how can I honor my capacity and honor my body and still make money (laughs) and still have clients and still serve people and still feel really proud and 
authentic and ethical about work that I'm doing and the systems that I am promoting, which I know is also really important to you guys here. And so this idea of body-based business came to me through that process. And I've been working through this program called Body-Based Business behind the scenes inside of my coaching business with other coaches who have kind of seen me grow and been like, hey, Sheridan, like, what have you done? <laughs> and I've been sharing it with them. And I was talking to Leslie about this. And we, she was also talking about how important it is to understand your nervous system when you are diving into this world of entrepreneurship so that you can honor yourself and build something without burnout, without anxiety, without all of this like really hard hustle culture that most of us have grown up witnessing other people go through. And so here's today's topic, which is what they're not telling you about nervous system awareness and regulation inside of building your business your entrepreneurship journey or even just like your career journey and work if you're still in a nine to five job or you're going to continue doing that for a while you can take what we're learning here and you can apply it to that um there are a couple of things i wrote some notes i wrote them over here I'll address them over here there are a couple of things we're going to go through today a lot of what i'm sharing i actually share further down into the line of my um, client's journey, but I wanted to bring it forward to you today and kind of peel back the curtain to that so that you can start applying it now instead of having to wait to work with a specialist because it is, it is so simple. And just like most really simple things, it will change a lot. It's these micro shifts that actually create macro shifts when applied consistently. Now I want you to think of, so for those of you who are kind of new to this, your nervous system is, I'm talking about the autonomic nervous system. It runs through your entire body and it controls everything you do. It's automatic in that it is all of the, all of the perceptors that are inside that are telling you to breathe right now as you listen that are telling you to blink, that are telling you when you're hungry, when you need to go to the toilet, all of these things that we don't even have to think about. That comes from your nervous system. It gives, you, it gives your body all of this information all of the time. And so what's happening is your nervous system is doing something that we call neuroception, which means it's sensing out into your external world as well as your internal world for clues about what is appropriate to do right now. Because your nervous system is responsible for making sure that your body res responds to threat efficiently, as well as making sure that it digests this food and gets nutrients and continues to nourish you and makes you be able to grow and thrive and all of these things and heal, what it's doing hundreds of thousands of times a second is asking your internal world and your external world for clues to answer the question, am I safe? Am I loved? Am I safe? Am I loved? Am I safe? Am I loved? Am I safe? It's doing that all the time. Like right now it's doing that and you don't even know. It's completely unconscious to you, it's automatic. And it's doing this thing and saying, am I safe, am I loved, am I safe, am I loved? And depending on what it picks up from your internal world as well as your external world, it's gonna give you 
automatic movement or changes in your body, such as digesting your food, telling you to go to the toilet, um, dilating your pupils or not, uh, changing the way that your blood moves throughout your body, changing the way that energy moves throughout your body, uh, changing how deeply you can breathe. Mm, all of these automatic things that we don't notice a lot, it's also going to give you sensations. So you might feel, if you're really relaxed, you might feel like a nice sensation in your chest. And that's your nervous system has received information and said, oh, yeah, it's okay to be relaxed right now. Oh, I'm going to give her this nice sensation in her chest that tells her she can relax. Hmm. On the contrary, if for some reason there's something happening outside and your nervous system says, oh, you cannot be relaxed right now, it's going to give you maybe tension in your chest that's going to tell you, oh, no, okay, better be alert. Or tension in your shoulders, tension in your spine, or tension in your pelvic floor. Now, what happens is, okay, so it gives you, yeah, it gives you sensations. It also gives you emotions. And the science of emotions is a whole other um, topic, which I would be excited to talk about one day, but today's not the day. Essentially, very simplified, the science of emotions is basically you get this energy that comes into your body and then we go back into our mind and we kind of decipher this energy and you're referencing memories and you're referencing uh, beliefs and, and experiences that you've had right in the file cabinet of your mind. And so you might feel this like bubble inside of your chest and you go, oh, this is this is anger. This is an emotion. This is anger. Oh, this is anxiety or this is something it's like a nice emotion comfortable or uncomfortable this is very subconscious and very few times it will actually be a conscious thought in your mind of like oh i'm angry most often it's not but we have sensations so we have an autonomic process we have sensations we have emotions we also have thoughts thoughts are just another messenger that coming that originated from the nervous system that come into your experience your internal experience and your mind perceives them just like your mind perceives sensation just like your mind perceives emotions just like your mind is perceiving my voice right now and if you're looking at me you're perceiving the tree behind me you're experiencing it it's coming into your reality so we have this perception internally that most often is not always but most often is stimulated from your external perception. So as you listen to me, you're probably having this, your body is responding in a certain way. Maybe there's thoughts going through your head. Maybe there's an emotion here. Maybe the sensations in your body changed as you began listening to me. It doesn't necessarily need to be a big change, but there was probably something. So what's happening is your body is consistently talking to you. It's telling you, I think this is safe. I think this is not safe. I think this is a good idea. I think this is not a good idea. Um, I have access to this information and I want to go this way or I want to go that way. And it's giving you these things. What has happened though, as humans have developed, is that we developed this nervous system hundreds of thousands of years ago. Like it's the oldest, the limbic system, which is a part of the nervous system, is the oldest system in your entire body. And it has really evolved uh, not that much. 
it still kind of thinks that we're animals. It thinks you're an animal. You're an animal in, in this way. And so it hasn't really evolved that much. And what's happened is that not only is it slightly out of date with our technology fast-paced life, we are out of date with it. So your limbic system, your nervous system, doesn't really understand what you're doing right now. It's like, that's a computer. Like it back in caveman days, it didn't get that update of like what what's a computer and what the difference is between perceiving an image on a screen and being in the image. Your nervous system thinks that by just perceiving me all the way on the other side of the world, because I doubt many of you listening live in Colombia, and I do, it thinks that you're with me right now. It also thinks that you're in the sounds of your street and in the smells of your neighbor cooking and all of these other things. And so it's actually quite a lot of information for your nervous system to make sense of. So your body's still learning to do that. What has happened is that that becomes a lot. And then we put in um, difficult periods of life that we've all gone through. Stress, illness, hair loss, if you're like me trauma, tension in your family, um, maybe you had a big financial event that came up that was difficult, all of these things that tell the body, oh, something isn't right. You have in, inevitably, you've been through something that was difficult. Even if you don't really feel like it was, you're like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. You've been through something that was difficult and that was dysregulating for your nervous system. And because it was dysregulating for your nervous system, no matter how big you might think it is it's now understood as a traumatic experience for the body and every single traumatic experience for the body will influence your capacity to experience the world and make sense of the world so let's say for example i was walking through life and i got a job and one day i got a text message and my boss fired me over text message. And at the time, it was my main source of income and I really relied on it. He fired me and I lost my job. And it doesn't matter if it happened when I was 15 years old, 25 years old, 45, 50, whatever. When that happens and it's this shock to the nervous system, your body is now storing in its, in its little file cabinet, hmm, text message, sometimes equals, losing money, losing resources, it equals stress. And so now next time you get a client <laughs> to come through and like message you and they message you when you read those first couple of seconds and maybe it says something that you're not um, expecting, your nervous system might actually think that it's experiencing what it experienced before. So part of our work is to undo that experience move that experience through the body, let it discharge that experience, and then create a new experience that is positive and reconfirming. It's also, it's it's one of the biggest reasons why entrepreneurship can be really stressful because our body is trying to apply all of these rules that it thought that it learned a long time ago. 
and our mind is saying, no, 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 I did my mindset work. This isn't actually what's happening. You're fine. And your body is like, what are you talking about? It's not fine. Nervous system is like, no, you can think all you want. <laughs> you can say your affirmations and do your mindset work, but I'm telling you that there's something that's not right. And sometimes why you can have anxiety and think that things are not going well, but they're fine. I had a client today and she was like, oh, I'm looking at my Instagram insights and there's no traction. Have you ever done that? Have you looked at your stuff and been like, oh, there's no traction? Nothing's happening. And I, we were talking about one specific reel and I looked at it and I was like, you know what? That's interesting because I can see it's been played. It's been liked. There are comments. That's traction. There are people who are curious about your work. That's traction. So my curiosity then was like, what's happening in her body that despite the mindset work that she's done, because she's done some, it's telling her that something is wrong. This is one part of it. The body is sending these um, signals that are conflicting what your mind is telling you or what your mindset, what your new mindset work would be telling you. We also have, so we have this, the way that our body perceives, it makes it difficult for us to really understand the reality of what's happening, which makes it difficult for us to make objective decisions and educated decisions about what we're doing with our money, with our finances, with our love life, with our day-to-day -day thing, with our routine, all of it. So when we look at working with a nervous system that supports your job, it always starts with understanding what your body is telling you through your sensations, through your automatic responses, through your emotions and through your thoughts. That is the number one thing on a day-to-day -day level. And I have included inside of, there's a little link, I think now in the description where you can go and you can click and it's a resource to help you do this, to help you understand, okay, when I'm working through my day, when I'm building my business, when I'm becoming an entrepreneur, when I'm doing all of this, what does my body actually think about what's happening? I read a DM and I got really excited because I have someone inquiring for my work. Yay. What does your body think about that? It might not be the yay that your mind thinks. So there's this one space where we really need to get them on board. And this is where I think it cuts off years off of traditional coaching and even traditional therapy, because once we have your body on board, the mind will adjust. But oftentimes we start with the mind and then we want the body to adjust. And it's not wrong. Whichever way you came to it is it works. I like to work with both, get them both on board. But I'm always more interested in getting the nervous system and the body on board with what you're doing, because that will then fuel the thoughts and emotions and sensations that are going to support um, your goal instead of trying to like kind of force it to get the way. Not that any mindset work is bad. This is just the way that I have found to be most effective. I think part of this reason is also because I'm somebody who has experienced a lot of trauma. And when you have experienced a lot of trauma and chronic stress in your life, the disconnect between your mind and your body tends to be larger. You can logically look at something and say, yeah, this is fine, but your body won't because your body is still holding on to that energy of that trauma. 
So when we want to build something and we want to have a job that we feel excited to do every single day, no matter if it's a CEO or you're an admin worker, whatever it is, we need to get the body on board with the safety of that job. So when you go into the PDF that you're there, we're actually going to look at what your body thinks of the daily tasks that you're doing. We're going to look at where it becomes dysregulated and how to regulate that so that you can do these tasks without feeling burnt out and without feeling ick and gross and just like I and you're dreading it. You can enjoy work even if it's boring. <laughs> Sometimes we really avoid boring work, but like boring work isn't bad. <laughs> I know it's going to be frustrating sometimes, but we actually kind of want work to be boring. When we're building a body-based business, we want your work to be a little bit boring sometimes because work, boring work is safe work to the body. Some of us are so addicted to excitement that we do not allow our businesses to gain momentum because our body is looking for this excitement all the time because our body isn't safe feeling bored. And if you guys know anything about building a business, that it actually takes time. And you can repeat something to your audience a thousand times and they've only heard it six. It takes time to build momentum. It takes time to build a network. It takes time to build referrals. It takes time to build authority. And if your body wants chaos and drama all of the time, and it is afraid of things being stable and still and boring, then it is going to give you thoughts, emotions, and sensations that are going to tell you to pivot right before you get the momentum that you've been looking for. So part of building a body-based business is understanding, I want to recap, understanding the messages your body is getting and learning the language of it, getting your body safe with stability and bottom, and increasing your capacity. This is something, increasing your capacity is like this. People always are like, people always say that you have to increase capacity, but like, they don't tell you how. I don't tell you how. But before we do that, I want to just touch on something. I'm really happy you have the link, Leslie. Thank you. In the link, we talk about this a little bit. Building, doing nervous system awareness, I love you. I love you so much. And it's not about doing Wim Hof breathing and ice, ice baths all of the time. That's really fancy and really Instagrammable, but it's not necessarily how it works. Building a body, a body-based business is about honoring your body and and increasing its window of capacity. Now, here's something that I see. I worked in finance for a little while and I had a boss and he was really into like increasing your window of capacity and like personal development. So he would like do the Wim Hof ice baths and like, the breath work and, and the meditations and all that stuff. But then he would be on the phone to a bank. And sometimes when we did commercial mortgage brokering, sometimes we're on the phone to the bank and you're working with like a, a million dollar deal. These phone calls can actually be quite long depending on what the phone call is. Because when you're looking in the nitty gritty with the loan officer of the, of the jobs, it can like take a long time, right? And so he did two things. Number one, his buddy did not like lactose. He kept eating cheese. Number two, he didn't go to the toilet in the long calls, even though he really wanted to. And he would get off the call and be like, oh my God, I've been needing to pee for like an hour. And 
and I always thought it was really interesting and I'm sure I like, notice if you do this as well because you can do all of the stretching of the window of capacity but if you are consistently overwriting your body's messages it's going to start talking to you in that way it's going to start talking to you in chronic back pain IBS anxiety and depression so while this checklist that I'm going to share with you has some fancy ideas for breath work and exercises that you can do to help your body feel more on board, it's also got a checklist to just make sure you go to the toilet because that's an important part as well. Creating a work environment where you're listening to the urges of your body is a part of nervous system regulation because it is in listening to your body that you help your body and your nervous system feel safe. Does this make sense? I'm curious. I see you guys listening. Do you have any questions? Even if you're in the replay, do you have any questions? Do you have any thoughts? Let me know. Are you having any like, oh, moments? I don't know about you, but I've definitely been that person who's like, it's 9pm and I'm still on my laptop. <laughs> and I really don't want to be part of nervous system regulation in your business is not doing that. It's listening to your body. Before we wrap this episode up, I'm going to take a few minutes to share with you an invitation that will support you in taking this work deeper. There could be various reasons why you're here listening today. Perhaps you are a client, a friend, or a colleague. Maybe we just found each other, or maybe we've known each other for a while. What I know true is that you're likely here because you are ready to develop the tools to bounce back from the difficulties of life quickly and with more ease by having the tools to regulate your nervous system and find inner peace instead of inner conflict for good. You know that you are ready to say goodbye to the nagger inner critic voice telling you how you should be or getting stuck in the endless what-ifs of anxiety. You're ready to know how to set boundaries with your loved ones in a way that increases the love, trust, and connection and doesn't just feel like isolating walls. And you are ready to finally increase your resilience and your body's ability to feel more in control of your big emotions without trying to manipulate them so that you can find your innate wisdom. You're ready to finally celebrate the growth of your relationship or your business without experiencing shame and guilt even though you're experiencing quicker success than those around you. I support all of my clients in this through a framework of nervous system regulation, emotional alchemy, and self-trust cultivation. And this podcast is just the tip of the iceberg. This is why I'm extending an invitation for you to book a free expansion call, where on this call, we will dive even deeper into exactly what you need to go from feeling overwhelmed, managing big emotions, and falling into anxiety or depression as a result, to having tools to regulate them quickly and with ease. In this free 30-minute call, you'll receive free coaching and support around your unique personal situation, and we will explore whether or not coaching is going to be the best fit for you at this time some of the results that some of the results that clients have achieved after just their expansion call are deep acceptance of their differences so much that they when they share their story now they attribute most of their self-acceptance to this one 30-minute call or signing a client right after, right after the call because they leaned into the embodiment work or feeling deeply seen and understood so much that now when they go to ask their partner for a hug they no longer feel needy when they're doing it and they get the hug or switching one habit that they 
had when communicating with their partner for another and witnessing more harmony and peace in the relationship instead of resentment and nitpicking. And you deserve this too. So you will find the link in the podcast notes to lock your free call in ASAP. When you book this call, you can expect to walk away with clear, tangible ideas on how to apply this work to your life. And you'll decide if you would like to work with me one-on-one in the process of becoming more resilient and regulated. And if you, if you don't, it will create resistance to your business goals. It can lead to chronic health problems and it will lead to mental health problems, anxiety, depression, indecision. Essentially, if we don't listen to the body, it's just going to get louder. It's going to start talking to us in different ways. Yeah. So day-to-day stuff. Let me look at my notes. We have day-to-day awareness and regulation. Missing. We... We also need to address what, when we're doing that, we're addressing how we perceive the sensations in our body. Sometimes we might feel a sensation in our chest and we have been told that it's anxiety. And so we go back into the file cabinet. So, well, this is anxiety. I'm anxious. My business is, oh, something is wrong. Part of this is actually changing how you relate to that sensation. And this was what increases your window of capacity, how you relate to the things coming into your awareness. So window of capacity, and that, that this is subconscious work, this is trauma work, this is parts work, this is shame work, this is energy work, this is tantric work, this is all of it. But window of capacity, right? If we want, your window of capacity is demonstrated in the what you're doing in your life and how you feel about it. Your capacity at the moment to hold money is demonstrated by the amount that's in your bank account. Your capacity at the moment to hold clients is demonstrated by the clients you have. Your capacity at the moment to hold employees, exactly the same, marketing, exactly the same, love, relationships, pleasure, exactly demonstrated by the exact amount that you were holding. Now, if you would like to it to be more, or if you would like to hold more money, more clients without dipping down so much. So right now I work with a lot of people who tend to have highs and lows. So they'll have like, oh, everything's really, 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 really well. Okay, wait, where did my clients go? Why don't I have, I thought I had money in the bank. No, okay, not as much as I thought. Okay, yes, everything is going great. Launch a program, money in the bank, let's go. Boom, boom, boom. And then, okay, wait, what happened? I, why, I have to figure something out for rent or like to pay my employee, right? We have these ups and downs. If we wanna increase our capacity, what we really wanna do is we wanna decrease these ups and downs so there's less down. And sometimes that means less up, not necessarily, because sometimes what it means is we're just lifting, like if we were on like a wave chart, increasing your capacity to hold more means increasing your capacity to have the highs without dipping down so low. So we're still holding, you're still holding a level of resource and energy. This is related to money. It's also related to success and authority and 
audience. Interesting, definitely should intention be spent on how you're feeling and why. Yeah, so that's what window of capacity is. So for example, one way to increase your window of capacity um, and to lift your baseline, exactly, Leslie, and to lift your baseline, some people might use the example of exercise. When you start exercising, it's really freaking hard. <laughs> you guys ever like, you don't go to the gym for a couple of weeks and then you go back and it's like, oh my God, it's really hard. That's because your window of capacity has gone down because you haven't been using that muscle. And so what happens is we go into this environment, we go into the gym environment, for example, and we put our muscle in this stress test and it receives stress on the muscle. And we have kind of two options. When we're perceiving the stress on the muscle, the sensation, um, the way it affects our body, so heart rate changes, maybe we salivate a little more or a little less, we sweat, maybe our digestion, um, for, sometimes at the gym your digestion will go on pause because your body's going into a stress response. Sometimes you'll actually start digesting more because you're relaxed. It's gone into that parasympathetic part of the nervous system. But what will happen is your, the, that muscle's capacity is being tested, it's being stretched because we're applying stress to it. If we apply stress to it and we, um, we equate that discomfort with a lack of safety, we will go into a stress response, we will get, we'll kind of freak out and we'll want to like release that weight as soon as we can. What we want to learn to do is experience a stressor, so experience a stimuli and relate to it from a place of grounded regulation. So allow the stimuli to come into our experience and to hold a spine of, hmm, yeah, okay. That makes sense, yeah, that's here, it's here. Doesn't mean anything about me, doesn't mean anything about other people, the, its presence doesn't mean that I'm unsafe. So this discomfort doesn't mean that I'm unsafe or this energy doesn't mean that I'm unsafe. I can keep this, I can hold this. Sometimes your body, I'm going to use money as an example. Sometimes your body actually perceives you receiving more money as very unsafe. Because it hasn't done it maybe before or because it did it and then it lost it and that was very painful and it hasn't moved through that painful experience, hasn't integrated that painful experience. It hasn't extracted the wisdom from it or because it has a belief about what money means and it hasn't integrated the wisdom from releasing that belief or expanding that belief. I do not, I don't like talking about releasing beliefs. Everything to me is an expansion. You don't release a belief that was very helpful for you at one point. But if we have money come in and, and the nervous system says, no, not okay, what are we going to do? We're going to throw the money away. We're going to be anxious. We might have adrenal fatigue. Uh, we might fight with our partner because it can't be that good. If my business is going that well, my partner can't be, like my love life can't be good as well. But, or we just avoid making money in the beginning. But if we can change the way that we relate to the stimuli of clients, of full inbox, of a full bank account, of a, of a um, uh, what am I saying, an employee of a team, of new clothes, of a new car, if we can change the way we relate to that stimuli, our capacity to receive that stimuli will expand. 
And so that's the work that we do. But in order to even get there, in order to even get to that conversation, we need to start with basic awareness and we need to start with getting so in tune with your body, respecting it and listening to it, that we create the blueprint to expanding the capacity. So we need to know where it's kind of freaking out and where it doesn't where it doesn't feel comfort. And then we need to nourish that in order to expand the capacity. That's what the PDF linked is for. For you guys, there's a clock. There's information about the different nervous system states. The clock will make sense. It's an, act, an activity to understand how you work, how your body is perceiving your, your day. There's nervous system awareness practices, there's nervous system regulation practices, and there's also a checklist for you to look at every single day to make sure that you are nourishing your nervous system every single day. It is the absolute necessary first step in any of the work that you do. And yeah, I'm excited to share it with you. So go to the link below to look at that. Also, go and invite your friends to the group because this is a giveaway. And the more people who have this information, the more we get to say goodbye to hustle culture, the more we get to create um, workplaces that are really nourishing to human beings instead of workplaces that are not. And the more we get to be more successful altogether. So go ahead and invite them, have a look at the link. And yeah, thank you so much. A big and special thanks to Upturned for composing this magical piece of music and to GS Studios for mixing it. To find Upturned's other tracks or ask for your own special custom piece of music, go say hello using their contact details in the show notes.